All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, your go-to source for everything hockey. Live every weekday at noon Eastern. Happy Friday, hockey fans. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, streaming live on the Daily Faceoff YouTube. And as always, brought to you by Botano. The game starts now at Botano.ca. I'm Dalia Rumjuk. He is our Daily Faceoff insider, Frank Saravalli. Frank, uh, in the wise words of Heat Daddy, they let us get to Friday again. Oh, Frank Spaghetti reporting for duty. Uh, that was good stuff last night. On, uh, just, on- I, I, I was feeling it. I just wanted to pop in and say hi to the boys. Never, never talked to them before, never met them, and it was fun. It was a great crossover. Uh, all right. Last night, we got the announcement of the All-Star Games. We're going to break that down. We're going to have a little bit of like a heart trophy watch kind of thing. And then Stephen Ellis is going to tell us what's happening over at the World Juniors. But Frank, what happened start- to Finland? I, I'm going to need Stephen to explain that because the box score makes absolutely no sense. Uh, but let's start with the All-Star Games or with the All-Star rosters. Frank, the first 32 skaters, one representative for each team, announced last night amongst that list. Seven first-time All-Stars, but I'll start with, Frank, what do you make of this format of 32 and then fans getting to decide the next 12 spots? Look, I cannot feign outrage at this. Um, I it's I don't understand why people get so worked up about All-Star and then the same people that get worked up about All-Star then trash it when it's actually happening. So you can't have both things at once. You need to name a representative from all 32 teams. Like that's just the way that it is. There's a huge sponsor element to this where corporate partners from every team 
get tickets and are flown in as a way of saying, thanks, we appreciate you. Thanks for supporting the league. This is a big handshake, give everyone a hug type weekend in Toronto. It's not to, uh, and, and also there's fans of every team that want to have some kind of representation. So the fact that Oliver Bjorkstrand and Boone Jenner and all these different guys from around the league end up getting picked, like, uh, okay, fine. But that just means that if your team didn't get one of your star players in, you have to vote them in. And if you have any clout with your fan base, then that should be no problem. Looking at the list and the representatives for every team, is there some anyone on there that kind of surprised you that wasn't included? I mean, for me, if you would have said at the beginning of the year, hey, Sam Reinhardt's going to be the representative for the Florida Panthers, I would have been like, what the hell happened to Barkov and Kachuk and maybe even Bobrovsky in that mix? Um, but you can't argue against it based off the season he's had. He's one of seven. Alex Dabrinkat going for Detroit, I think once again cements how good of a trade that was for Steve Eiserman and the Red Wings. The other one that really surprised me is the fact that they gave it to Tom Wilson out in Washington and they didn't just shoehorn in OV anyways because of the star power. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of interesting decisions like that. I mean, they would probably tell you, for instance, in Calgary that Jacob Markstrom has been that team's unquestioned MVP so far. But when you take, you know, Markstrom's numbers and you stack them up against some of the other goalies that were selected, particularly like a Cam Talbot in LA or someone like that, doesn't really have that much of a case. So they end up picking Elias Lindholm and people kind of were like, what? Like why Elias Lindholm? He's not really the guy that should be there based on this season and his offensive production. And I, I understand the arguments, but it's kind of like putting a puzzle together. And then we end up seeing some kind of surprising or interesting news after the game last night for the New York Rangers. Everyone was up in arms. Why is Artemi Panarin not selected for the New York Rangers? Well, he then reveals after the game that his wife, uh, they're expecting their second child, and that's the the time frame that it's supposed to happen. And so they're they're not going to go. Um, that's just kind of the way it works. Like you can't you can't get all upset about it. Uh, there's a couple. So obviously Panarin said he didn't want to go. The Seattle Kraken released a video um, of Oliver cool. Bjorkstrand. It was cool, but also a little unintentionally hilarious when Dave Hacks was like, "Hey, cancel your San Diego trip. You're going to Toronto." And Bjorkstrand has it seems like a moment of like oh, I have to do that. Like, I'm sure it's great for him. Again, another one of the first-time All-Stars, but telling the wife you're not going to San Diego, a little tough. It was also, like, a little bit awkwardly delivered. Like, it was, oh, like, you might have to kind of cancel that. And it was just like, okay, like, what's he... I think he was trying to... His reaction was, like, trying to parse through what's he saying here? Am I actually an All-Star? And then you see some other awesome reactions around the league. Frank Vitrano, his wife... Uh, with their baby, she, you know, he comes in the locker room, the baby's dressed in my dad's an NHL all-star shirt, pretty awesome after practice. So there are some really cool moments. And for guys that may never sort of get that type of opportunity, this is a moment in the spotlight, even if you're the 27th all-star picked or whatever it might be based on, you know, where your team ranks, it's still a pretty awesome experience for those guys. Connor Bedard will get into his first NHL All-Star game. And Frank, I'll give you your kind of weird, quirky stat of the day. Seventh All-Star game for Connor McDavid. One more than Sidney Crosby, even though he's been in the league like half the amount of time. That's a bit of a weird one. Well, it's weird. It's maybe not weird, I guess, because Sidney Crosby, for the most part, doesn't like going to All-Star weekend and has turned a bunch down. And more than that, uh, has been concussed and or hurt for part of them, too. Yeah, 
Um, all right. Let's and there's talk been about an, the- a couple Olympics and other stuff thrown in between that have prevented him from getting there. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, it makes sense. But on the surface, it's a weird, quirky stat that McDavid's been to more All-Star games. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the fan vote, Frank. 12 more players going to get voted in. A couple just off the top of my head that I think should probably be locks, even if people are going and filling out their ballots, putting in their favorite players. Kale McCarr should probably find a way to get there, considering he's a part of that two-horse race for the Norris. And I believe they're going to need four more goalies at at the All-Star game, because there's only four named. There was only four named last night. so. Thatcher Demko, again, kind of the front runner for the Vesna or in that race with Connor Hellebuck. I have Makar and Hellebuck as two guys who should absolutely be going. Is there anyone else on this list uh, that, or someone who wasn't on this list that you think deserves to go? Yeah, Elias Pettersson in Vancouver. How about William Nylander in Toronto? I mean, go through the the, the teams. When you're only selecting one guy, Leon Dreisaitl should be there. Uh, Zach Hyman should be there from the Edmonton Oilers. It's going to be up to Oilers Nation. You guys do your thing. Mobilize the fan vote in order to get some of these guys there. Hyman on track for 52 goals this year. He's one of those guys. It's his hometown in Toronto. It would be a great weekend for him uh, to show up and be an all-star and kind of one of those no-brainer type you know, ads to the roster if the NHL can make it happen with the fan vote. Yeah, we'll see how that one plays out. The NHL not putting out a set list either. So uh, we'll see if any fan bases try to do a little John Scott, Rory Fitzpatrick magic um, in there over the next few weeks, but I doubt it. Yeah, I also confirmed this morning, by the way, since there seemed to be some sort of uprising or whatever from the Ottawa Senators fan base, no, Shane Pinto is not eligible to become an NHL All-Star this year. That would... That, that, that that's what they've been talking about that social media has been exploding like hey maybe we'll vote in shane pinto on twitter he's not eligible on the website he's not eligible in the nhl's no. eyes uh let's talk a little bit about what we saw last night and then parlay it into a bit of a heart trophy discussion frank Sidney crosby and nathan mckinnon the two prides of cole harbor are having unbelievable seasons. For McKinnon, he has eight points in his last three games, back-to-back three-point efforts, and he's now sitting tied for first in league scoring. For Sidney Crosby, back-to-back multi-point games, and he leads the Penguins with 22 goals. He's on pace for nearly a 50-goal season, Frank. We'll start with Sidney Crosby, who again is going to his sixth, or will be going to his sixth NHL All-Star game. The fact that this guy is defying father time the way he is this season and could potentially have one of his best goal scoring seasons of his career at this age. It's quite something. It is. And you watch that game against Boston last night and you say, man, the way that he basically kept that team in the game and and helped will them to that win is super impressive. And this is probably, you know, for all the work that he had done at varying points in his career with hundred point seasons, you could make the argument that this one actually is the most impressive that Sidney Crosby has had based on his age, based on the lack of support around him and how, you know, the Penguins kind of, it seems like will go exactly as far as he carries them. That said, I can't put Sidney Crosby on my heart trophy ballot at this exact juncture in time. And the reason for that is the Penguins are outside of the playoffs. And we've seen before that that's been a significant deterrent for anyone's candidacy and especially at a time when there's so many other really good candidates, it's not like he's the only guy there that you could say, Hey, we have to do this. If you don't make the playoffs, then you cannot be the league's most valuable player. But if somehow the penguins were to get in, he'd have a really strong case. 
that Eastern Conference wildcard race is getting tighter and tighter by the day, and the Penguins are right in the thick of it. But I do agree with you. I've always said I think your team needs to make the playoffs for you to be most valuable. Um, I agree with that line of thinking. Let's talk about Nate McKinnon, though. Can a player who is sharing the ice with Miko Rantanen and a potential Norris Trophy winner and Kale McCarr and that stacked avalanche team, can he fit into the Hart Trophy race with all that support around him? Why not? I, I don't understand that idea of thinking that because you also play with elite players that therefore that means that you can't be the most valuable. That's people have been trying to make that argument against Connor McDavid for however many years now, since he's been playing with Leon Dreisaitl and he won his own heart trophy. So that makes no sense to me. Look at McKinnon's year. You mentioned uh, the back-to-back three-point efforts. How about back-to-back OT winners to start 2024? How about the fact that he has a point in every single Colorado Avalanche home game so far this year? 43 points in 20 games. His road splits are a little bit off. In fact, the team's road splits are a little bit off. So maybe it speaks to the significant advantage that the Avs have enjoyed uh, at mile high. But nonetheless, if you're to sort all of the different uh, points uh, races really since Connor McDavid started to turn it on and McDavid started to do McDavid like things again, which allowed the Oilers to take flight, pick a date and time, whether it's November 10th or the 14th or the 20th or whatever it might be. The only guy in the league that has more points than Connor McDavid is Nathan McKinnon. He's been remarkably consistent and the production has been tremendous. Not only that, but just every other facet of the game that McKinnon seems to uh, impact with his freak of nature style. So um, I I personally look at it and I say, you know, if I were filling out a ballot right now, my ballot would look something like Connor McDavid one, Nathan McKinnon two, Artemi Panarin three. And then after that, you start to have a little bit of a debate, but it's probably something like Kucherov four and Quinn Hughes five. Quinn Hughes, the one out of Vancouver. That's interesting. Nikita Kucherov, one of oh, him and McKinnon are the only ones who have cracked the 60-point mark and so far this season. Connor McDavid, third in the league with 53 cool. points. It'll be an interesting hard trophy race to watch down the, whatever, back two-thirds of the season. Don't sleep on Panarin, I think, who has been one of the single most impactful players. And Kucherov is already 23 points of, clear of his next closest Tampa Bay teammate. They don't really defend well in Tampa, which highlights their reliance on uh, scoring and Kucherov. I don't think William Nylander is getting himself into the Hart Trophy race, but Frank, you have been very vocal about the fact that despite Austin Matthews and his incredible 30 goals, William Nylander has been the Toronto Maple Leafs MVP thus far through the 23-24 season. And yesterday, there was an interesting point made by our pal Colby Cohen on our new show, Morning Cup of Hockey, which streams at 9 a.m. Eastern every weekday right here on the Daily Faceoff YouTube. And he said, listen, as much as you want to keep Nylander in the mix, $11.5 million on another forward of that Leafs, on that Leafs team that already has Matthews and Marner and Tavares in that pay range. Colby said, is that not better spent somewhere else? And the example he used, not that it was like a trade proposal or anything, but that kind of money could get you Cam Fowler and John Gibson. It could get you a really damn good defenseman and a starting goalie, depending on how you view Gibson. What do you make of that idea from Colby Cohn that despite the fact that you want to keep the man they call Willie Styles in the center of the hockey universe, despite the fact you want to keep him and you love the electric offense and he's been their best player, maybe committing $11.5 million to another forward isn't a great idea? 
Yeah, look, I, I'm really torn on this because I, I understand how special his season has been, but I also think that, and look, he was damn good last year too, so let's not mistake that, but I, a big part of me thinks that there's a, a certain point where you get to it being too much, and all of a sudden, if you get to $11.5 million, well, then you're looking at uh, William Nylander being tied for fifth highest paid player in the league. And right now he's the sixth leading scorer in the league, which makes sense. But last year he was 20th and the seasons before that, he really wasn't that high either. So are you going to get top five? And then at a certain point as contracts continue to evolve and the cap continues to evolve, are you going to continue to get top 20 level? Per this is the question. Are you going to get top level, top 20 level production from William Nylander for at least the next five years of an eight-year deal? I, I personally think he could, but I don't know that it's a sure bet that that's the case because the rest of the league is going to continue to evolve as well. And he'll be inching into his 30s and you'll say, okay, you know, what kind of impact does this have on the Leafs overall cap? I'm less concerned you know, potentially about the way the Leafs are structured, because if you think about, you know, four years down the road or whatever, not, you don't even have to go that far down the road. Basically what they're looking at in the short term to keep William Nylander is you're basically giving him all of the next season's cap increase. It goes up by four and a half million bucks. He makes seven, you go to 11 and a half and your team can kind of remain basically the same. And you've got to just get through next season with John Tavares at 11 million before you can then probably have him take a hometown discount to stay on a, you know, a three-year deal. Let's just hypothetically say 6 million bucks. And you have TJ Brody coming off the books and you've got Bertuzzi and Domi and a bunch of other guys that are hitting UFA. You've got some goalie questions to answer. And I'm not rambling on, but you can sort of see how the Leafs can meander the cap situation and structure if you keep Nylander. My question is, and as the cap continues to increase another four and a half, five million bucks each year, theoretically, what you're looking at is the Leafs being able to then finally, if not for a pandemic, be able to fill out the rest of their roster with you know more expensive pieces or impactful pieces on the back end or potentially in net. But you're still talking a couple years away. And then what will Nylander's production be? Like, I don't think he's a stone cold mortal lock to be a top 20 producer for the next five plus years to really warrant that type of significant pay increase to put him in that echelon of players. I think he's an elite player, but I don't think he's top five paid based on the way that he's played. Something that would probably change the perspective on this is if the Leafs go on a nice long playoff run this year, then all of a sudden it probably comes a lot easier to say, Hey, let's just run it back with everybody again next year. You lose in the first round. Maybe that narrative of, Oh, you need to shift things up and shake up that room. Maybe that starts to come into there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Play. I I'm sorry. I don't think the Toronto Maple Leafs are a Stanley Cup contender right now. Yeah. I and uh, that that's right now. Let's see what Brad True Living does as they get closer to the playoffs. What do they do with the the free space that they have from John Klingberg? How do they fill that on defense? Do they go out and get a goalie? But right now, as currently constructed, this defense core, they're not a Stanley Cup contender. All right, we are running behind on today's show. Stephen Ellis is chomping at the bit to talk a little World Juniors. So let's get into the next wave. The next wave is delivered by DoorDash. If you're looking to try more local restaurants, if you're looking to maybe leave the house less now that there's you know maybe snow on the ground wherever you live, DoorDash can help you out. Restaurants are more delivered right to your door for a limited time. You can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and use the promo code NATION25. Stephen Ellis popping in with this week's edition of the next wave. And Stephen, we're going to talk about the gold medal match in a bit. But I need you to explain what I'm seeing in this box score. Eight five, Czechia beats Finland. I swear that game had a big Finland lead in the third period. So I I, I like to pre-rate my stuff. You know, five two. I think the game's over. So I'm writing about how Finland has won the game. Blah blah blah. Getting ready to post my article. Um, it gets to be five three at one point. It's like okay, fine. You know, shorthand goal that sucks. Then it becomes five four, and then it becomes five five. Six five seven five. It's it just an absolute disaster for Finland. They allowed four goals in one minute, and the Czechs win eight to five. I can't say I've seen a collapse like that. That was pretty unique. A couple empty netters, but for the Czechs to you know not be the better team in, in for a lot of that game to come back and win bronze, that was about as gold medal of a celebration as you're going to get from a team finishing third. Kind of a fitting result, though, for Czechia because they had a pretty good tournament, and Finland, especially through the preliminary round, was just kind of okay. Yeah, like the Czechs probably could have potentially gone to the final if it wasn't for Michael Rabel, the goalie, just kind of falling flat like he tends to do for whatever reason when he plays for the Czechs in international tournaments. Goaltending hurt them, but that's a team that when they're flying all cylinders, they're getting goals from every line. And you know, I think that was a pretty well-deserved third place. Uh, only at the World Juniors do you get that kind of a result. Uh, let's take a bigger picture look here at the tournament and recap everything a little bit. From the perspective of prospects, who impressed you the most over these last couple of weeks? Well, I got to go with Frankie Nazar, Chicago Blackhawks prospect on USA. He enters the gold medal game with eight assists. And, you know, a lot of those points came in a short span. He did have four against Switzerland, but he's a lot more than just a playmaker. For a guy that I do expect to score a lot of goals, he actually had a, a, a hat trick in the summer tournament that USA was part of. 
just couldn't score, but you, he did everything else well. I think this was the best defensive hockey I've seen from him. He threw some huge hits. He actually ended a Swedish player's tournament in the pre-tournament with a clean but very powerful hit. From a well, like from a well-rounded perspective, I've never seen Nazar play as effectively as he did. So, I think Blackhawks fans got to be excited. You know, I, a lot of people probably dropped him in their prospect rankings because he missed most of last year and you know wasn't great by any means. He entered this season with a chip on his shoulder. He wanted to prove he's still one of the better prospects in Chicago system in this tournament. Even though it's only been a couple games, I'd say he's he's proven why he's he's a very talented prospect. It's funny that you picked him, Steven. I was talking to someone in Chicago yesterday and I said, what, who, what if, like, what if Connor Bedard wasn't there? Who would have been the Blackhawks NHL all-star representative this year? Cause you'd have a field day trying to pick that, especially with Seth Jones hurt. And the answer, and maybe the correct one might've been Frank Nazar. I doubt that he probably would have been playing there, but still nonetheless speaks to how well he's played at this tournament that he would even be on the radar so let's flip things around instead of prospect that's impressed you the most who disappointed you the most at this tournament well given that he's been playing in the nhl all year i was kind of disappointed to see uh, matthew potra not do a lot with the boston bruins or team canada obviously he's a boston bruins player you see the four points there but he just did not look like a guy who was comfortable he he had you know never had a multi-point game when Canada really needed someone to step up against the Czechs, he wasn't there. When someone needed to step up against uh, Sweden, he wasn't there either. So Canada's lines were a bit of a jumbled mess because on paper, I still think this Canadian team could have challenged for a medal. I think the issue was, and Scott Salmon from Hockey Canada pointed out, that team missed more passes than you'll basically see at any other level of hockey. This team, every time they would go for a pass, they'd miss it. And Potrell was one of the big guys that just, couldn't convert on the shots was always near the net and just nothing was going in there. So not a great tournament for a guy who's been playing in the NHL um, all season long. And to a point didn't look like he was going to go to this tournament because he was so important to Boston. So I hope he has a good second half, but that tournament, he, he was the first to admit he did not look comfortable and you saw it in the results. Gold medal time today at the World Juniors. Team USA taking on Team Sweden. Two teams that you told us to watch coming into this thing. Give us a breakdown. What are you expecting? And give us a winner. See, I, I picked these two guys originally to make the final. And then I kind of changed my mind. I said, you know what? Canada, I just can't trust Sweden. And Sweden had a bit of a stumble kind of the medal round. But uh, that team just defends better than you'll find anyone out there. Axel Sandin Pelica, he's on my tournament MVP or tournament all-star list and is a contender for the MVP. What a two-way player he is. Detroit Red Wings have a very good prospect there. Someone that I've really grown on in the last year. He's so confident the puck. plays very good defensively, blocking a lot of shots. He's playing a defensive defenseman's role while also putting up a lot of points and being very valuable. So he's doing everything there. As is Theo Leinstein, who's been great, St. Louis prospect, wasn't even on the roster when they initially announced it. He was a late addition due to an injury, but he's been great. Jonathan LeCaramacchi might be the, uh, depending on who you talk to, he might be the best player in this tournament. Uh, just continues to shoot like it's, it's his, He's going to be scoring a lot of goals in the NHL, basically put it that way. When it comes to the Americans, though, I think they've got the better offense overall. they got four lines that definitely know how to score. The blue line could be a bit iffy. I think that Lane Hudson was named to one of the top three players in this tournament. I don't agree with it. I think his defensive game's not been great. And Trey Augustine, though, has been excellent. He hasn't played every game for the Americans. They did split the net with him and Jacob Fowler, but I think even though Hugo Havlitt's been the better goalie in this tournament, if I'm picking the goalie edge, I'm going... USA, if I'm picking the defense edge, I'm picking Sweden. If I'm picking the forward edge, I'm picking the Americans. And for gold, I'm taking the United States, my original pick. All right. Love to see that. Has 
is there a chance Cutter Gauthier is the MVP of the tournament? I mean, huge goal for the for the U.S. to get them to the gold medal game, and what a goal it was too. Um, but he's leading the league. He has more assists than anyone else. Uh, leading the tournament, I should say, more assists than anyone else has points. Has he been that good? He's my pick for MVP. Um, no question about it. Just an unbelievable playmaker for a guy that was dominating on the on the in the goal column at the World Junior Summer Showcase. Seeing him do what he's doing here is is crazy because you know you look at the guys he gets to play with in college and he's he's a playmaker there too. But he's got an unbelievable shot. He's going to be a power play master for a long time. Like if you got Mitchkoff passing to him, he's going to fire a lot of goals. No question, I think he's going to get 40 goals in the NHL from a couple seasons. But as a playmaker, he's really showing what he could do. He's been passing to Jimmy Snugrud, Oliver Moore, uh, Rucker McGrody, all these guys who know how to put pucks on the net, and he's been the leader. So for me, he is the MVP of this tournament. A-plus analysis, as always, Stephen. I believe we're about an hour away from puck drop between Sweden and USA. So enjoy the hockey game, and thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Cruising along as we do on a Friday, quickly getting to our hashtag AskDFO question of the day, which is brought to you by Tourism Jasper and the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament, which we will both be at in a few weeks. Uh, let's stay in Alberta for this one. Joel tunes in all the time on our YouTube. Frank, he wants to know from you, what do the Oilers need more? A bonafide top pairing right-handed D or a 1B goalie? Man, some would say a true 3C. That was my pick. That's uh it's a really tough question. Um I would say in order and what could really impact your success in the playoffs is a 1B goalie followed by a true defender and then I'd go 3C. But that's how I'd order it right now. And I think they really have to make a decision on Campbell cuz they're not going to be able to spend in any other position unless they can move him out and find a taker and I don't care if you need to move a couple years assets down the road in order to do it. I think for not just this year, but also for the following years cap and beyond, you have to bite the bullet. Yeah. Beginning of the season, I would have said Warren Fogel, Cody CCR trade chips, cap dumps. Those two guys have played themselves off of the trade block. In my opinion. So you're right, Frank, the Oilers got to move Campbell before they do anything else. And is there any chance that McLeod can be that three C like, I know he's, he's played better on the wing, but like, geez, it would be such a perfect in-house solution. Yeah, maybe if he's just getting his confidence up on Leon Drysaddle's wing and they can slide him back, it would solve a lot of problems for the Edmonton Oilers, who are back in action tomorrow night, taking on the Ottawa Senators. Let's move along to our Botano Daily Bets for the day. God, I started the week 2-0, and and then I hit the skids. The Jets, Frank, we said it was a lock, and then they don't get the empty netter to cover the puck line. They win 2-1 over the San Jose Sharks, so I'll look to get back in the win column here on a Friday. couple of plays for you. First one. The over between the Chicago Blackhawks and the New Jersey Devils. I don't like taking the Devils minus two and a half goals. That puck line price is not great either, but I do think we'll see a lot of offense. Chicago was in action last night, so they won't be playing Peter Mrazek in this game, who's had good numbers this season. The Devils have been giving up a lot of goals as well, so Chicago can probably pop home one or two. I like this one to go over six and a half, and in this game, I'm also going to take Jack Hughes to go over one and a half points. It's paying minus 128, and in a weird way, I feel like it's a devil's puck line bet. If they're going to win this game by more than one goal, which you know I think there's a decent chance they will, I like taking Jack Hughes to go out there and grab more than one and a half points, putting together a pretty strong season for the Devils. I like that price point for Hughes. 
Now we wrap up the show with garbage time, Frank. I'm looking four goals by the Rangers last night. You're hanging around. Yes. And tonight, speaking of over one and a half, I'm going Leon Dreisaitl over one and a half points. So that's uh, that's how I'm going to stay alive in the Wendy's Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool. I'm trying to get to the finish line. I want the free Wendy's. Give it to me. Like there were only six left yesterday in. Uh, no, I think your number was wrong. There was 200 and some. It's 109 left today. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm looking at how many people have made picks. Yeah, It's a weird week because of the holiday. So Saturday is day three of the week and then Sunday is day four. So, uh, yeah, it's I'm, I'm, I'm going. This is among the furthest I've gotten. I've never right. made it to day four. Frank is on a miracle run on our Wendy's Daily Face Off Survivor Game. Frank, what do you got for garbage time? I got, uh, we talked heavy all-star today about, you know, the different spots that players are in, you know, some guys that have been around a long time and have been stars are probably groaning about the idea of going to all-star weekend. Other guys like a uh, Frank Vetrano or pick another guy, Boone Jenner, someone around the league. That's like, Hey, I may not get an opportunity like this again in my career. I'm going to love it for Tom Wilson as the selection for the Washington Capitals. Some would say also a surprise. Almost every year you'd think that it's Alex Ovechkin. This year certainly hasn't played to that level. And, you know, I think the Caps have been hamming and egging this year, and Tom Wilson has been a big part of, you know, why they're still in the playoff race. And he's the Washington Capitals selection. Also happens to be his hometown in Toronto. And the Caps had a little special person deliver the message. And I just love kind of how scripted and awesome it is even tom wilson's kind of giggling his dad did a great job here you go special message to play uh, for everybody in here hey tom we just learned that you will have the honor to represent the washington capitals at the 2024 nhl all-star <laughs> Congratulations. We will all be there to cheer you on, and your 95-year-old grampy will be so pumped when he hears the news. Go, Tom. <laughs> That's the best part. Go, Tom. It's so good. Anyway, love to see how fired up the Wilson family is. A hometown all-star weekend. Uh, certainly, as Spencer Carberry noted later in the video, a huge part of the Washington Capitals who's been willing to do just about everything to help that team stay in the mix. So congratulations to Tom Wilson and to all the rest of the guys at All-Star. We may, you know, poke fun at All-Star Weekend every now and again, but it does mean a lot to some people. That is a wrap on this week's edition of the show, Frank, as we are going into the weekend. Thanks for everyone who tuned in over on the Daily Face Off YouTube. We'll be back on Monday noon Eastern. Chat with you then. Thanks for tuning in to Daily Face Off Live. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. 
Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. And let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? But there's more. You got to decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount. And that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's going to find the back of the net first. And you're going to want to be careful because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you got to predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear, and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.